0: Welcome back, people. It is episode 30 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. The day you are hearing this is July 26th. Tomorrow will, in fact, be July 27th. So with all that being said, we got a fair amount to get into today. We got some very strange and unusuals. Put on your tinfoil hat. Some new golf talk. Some brief NBA talk college football conspiracies, and some MLB trade deadline drama and a lot of new NFL talk. Vinny boy, we are back. We're back like we never left. It's a great day to be alive. Hello, people of the
1: internet. Hello, people of the world. I hope you're doing great. Um, I almost got struck by lightning today, so that was sick. What? Um, Besides that, life's great. How did
0: you? Get, okay, you can't. Not actually. Like,
1: almost. You can't get almost struck by lightning. It was just <laughs> like either you got struck or you didn't yeah. get struck. No, there was a ridiculous storm this morning, and it was just like next to my house. Like it was one of those where you you hear it immediately, and then you see it right after, where it's like literally at the same exact time. Um, and it was a big bolt of lightning, and I felt like I was gonna get struck by lightning. That was very funny.
0: Well. In the words of the White Sox opening runout song, thunder did struck.
1: Yeah. Thunder yeah. did sh- strike.
0: Struck? Thunder? Strike? It's one of those Strikes verbs. makes sense,
1: right? Thunder, struck. thunder did struck. You're right.
0: <laughs> well, it's ACDC. It's not supposed to make sense. You're right. Well, I'm glad you survived the morning. Yeah, it was just a brief, like, boom, and then it was gone. A lot of summer. rain for, like, two hours, and then it was gone. It felt like Florida.
1: It, I was going to say, they know how it's going down in Florida. And I'm actually not against it. I like a little bit of rain, and then it goes away immediately. I'm cool
0: with that. Yeah, but then as as the as men over the 200 plus club, you know, then it just gets really humid, and your oh, balls yeah. get hot, and then yeah. that's not fun, and because then you're sticky most of the day, and it's just like ugh.
1: yeah, so Gold it's Bond's just- doing extra work that day
0: gold is in fact doing extra work that day is sure. very true um you know as we discussed we do have some uh interesting strange and unusuals to get into and you know this week just kind of put on the tinfoil foil hat so you got congress talking about fucking ufos you got <laughs> you got is it real is it not real well we've all known about the fucking ufos they're real and then you got uh the the old senator shit in his pantsman interview he pooped uh, dude i'm confident he, he pooped was it mitch mcconnell yeah dude
1: all right totally let me just pooped. let me just like he pooed there's a face and like if you've ever watched kids or have kids in your family or whenever they're like pooping
0: or they if make you've ever face. shit your pants yourself
1: i actually have never done that and right. i i, I swear to fun. god i would Why? tell the truth um Come but on. yeah i mean I, there's yeah i've never Time shit my out, pants though. Time what? out.
0: You've never had a fart that you trusted that wasn't a fart, or you're Well, not sure, that but that's not life. that's not a full shit though. But it's enough shit to be. That's like a oh whoopsies! I gotta pants. find a bathroom.
1: Not well, like a oh god, my underwears are fucked.
0: Well, it, it. What if a little came out? You know, what if it's just a small rose of poo? Could that be considered <laughs> of shitting your pants? You know what I'm saying? I, I think that'd be a shart. Technically, well, technically a shart along came Polly is shitting your pants in theory. I
1: don't know. Like, dude, I, I think there's a, I think there's a differentiation there. Sound off in the comments. If there's something shitting comments in your about pants sharting. or sharting, <laughs> when it's, when it's more than 50% fart, then I think you're in the clear.
0: Dude, I sharted, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: what? it's just one of those. Like I'll go find a bathroom and take care of business. I'll be back It's not like I'm going to smell bad or anything, you know, so when you fart but if it gets on your undies and totally shit, it go. sounds like a mess.
0: It does but either way,
1: either way, shit it doesn't pants. matter. Because I don't think Mitch McConnell has actual control of his bowel movements at this time. I think what happened, and again, if you've ever watched kids, you know how this goes. Um, they kind of look at you like a scared dog, and they're like, uh-oh. And then you just see him, and then you're like, oh, then it's moving poo. right now. Yeah, and then he couldn't talk after that. And that was because it was more than he thought, and he's like, oh, shit.
0: Either that or it was Alzheimer's, and this is why we need term limits anyways. Yes. Not a political Political pod. (laughs) We are gonna continue to the sports in other news. Yeah, the young man himself, and this is very concerning, Bronny James had a cardiac arrest event during a USC practice. Yeah. Which put him in the ICU. And this is just horrifying for a young man being the ripe age of eighteen. To have to go through, I mean, I I am I'm, my heart goes out to the James family, but just adds a lot of questions. Is like, why are all these young people having all these like cardiac events? Damar Hamlin, Bronny James. There was a handful of college players that had this similar situation happen to them just passing out on the court. I mean, the soccer um, guy this week, and then the soccer guy this week, he a. fucking falls on his yeah yeah Shaka Hislop, I believe is his name. You're better than mine. I have no idea who it was. Yeah, I, I mean, just what they look like. a, a soccer analyst just dropped mid, call, like mid air, just boom down. So during a uh, very, very scary, scary Shaka Hislop, ESPN soccer analyst, passed out on the field before a friendly match between AC Milan and Real Madrid at the Rose Bowl. Killed over while discussing on air Paris Saint Germain star, Kilan Mibab. I'm of pronouncing soccer names in case you didn't notice killian but, mbappe no well that's the guy who got paid a bag and we'll get into that but kilon and bop <laughs> I'm shut up anyways <laughs> put the wrong and fastest on the right syllable there but anyways gotcha. a lot of interesting events going on todd mcshay had something similar happen to him on air in the beginning of college football last season where his face like wouldn't work anymore I, what is the common denominator amongst all these young men having these issues, either with their Tom heart Shea's passing out? Young. What we'll say that Tom McShay is not very young anymore. Well, true, but more but so DeMar see, the Demar Handlings and the Brownie James of the world, the college athletes passing out on the court mid-game. I mean, I have no idea what could be causing this in young men going into this many sort of cardiac events. Right. I mean, it's, what is uh, this? it's
1: The aliens.
0: It's the aliens. Yeah. There is uh, one thing. Go ahead. No, I was
1: going to say sound off. It's fine.
0: There is one thing that most major news outlets won't report on, and call it what you will. But there was a specific jab, allegedly, that was mandated <laughs> that most of all athletes get who played in professional sports and college sports. On how hats. Yeah. Tinfoil hats, pull them out, whatever it might be. But there was an unproven jabby jab approved by the FDA that got passed through real, real quick due to uncertain times. Don't know what time in the world that was. Anyways, is there a common denominator here that they're maybe not talking about, that they just kind of want to sweep under the rug after all the shame that they put people through?
1: I'm not going to say you're wrong because no one knows for sure. I will say that. Did they rush it? Absolutely, a a lot of people got it. I think I think like, and maybe this has something to do with like sports conditioning and compare, or like along with that, like on top of that, maybe it could be possible. Um, It is. I would. I'm not. Can't deny it. It's a little alarming at this point that these things are happening. Um, Fucked up. Especially, yeah. I mean, like the Tamar Hamlin thing. It was a big hit, but like we've seen that so many times before. Um, conditioning at USC. I mean, like, you can't imagine they're doing anything crazy enough, obviously, because this hasn't happened before. Right. Um, so it's either like something about younger people's hearts or,
0: or lungs or is something. Is it the steroids or... in the food?
1: Well, I is think it the, that's is it the, the shit thing too. that it's they're like, putting
0: on the food. What is it? I mean, they could, I could also be taking something too, you know? I don't know if they're on the shit at 18. I mean, when you're LeBron's age, that makes the most sense to get on the the juice, in quote. He's
1: been doing it for a while, no? Who? Supposedly? LeBron? Supposedly? Listen.
0: Allegedly, I'll just say this much. LeBron James, during his time on the Heat, nobody playing basketball was quite that big. No. Nobody. Nope. That big. That athletic. That fast. All of it. I mean, I'm sorry. You just don't get there without being on something and you try and get every advantage in the off season as you can get. Yeah, It's just very interesting to me that this common denominator seems to be that of, they got the experimental <laughs> stabby stab. And you know, you don't see this in other sports. You don't see this in younger people in the past before this time now. Yeah. And it, to your point, I, it, it's allegedly speaking that this could be a cause I would be interested to see within 20 to 15 to 20 years from now, what the findings are going to be. And if there actually is a deep dive into that, I hope I don't die. Um, well, well <laughs> you know, I'm just saying it's no, just this not, to, Hey, do it, what, do whatever you feel as a human being, which is right for you and oh, your yeah. personal health. No disagreement there. Okay. Now, from being for somebody who've worked through corporate mandates and all this happy bullshit that we all had to go through through this time in our lives, it's very fucked up. I actually have people close to me who've gotten fucked up from it. So it's not out of bounds to discuss. It's just one thing major news outlets aren't even getting into. And personally, I think it's very odd and it's alarming. And it's just, I don't know, it's disheartening to think that Looking back in time, people were shamed to do such a thing or threaten their place of employment to do such a thing. Because yeah. in my opinion, you know, it's your vessel. Do with it what you will. That's where yeah, I stand.
1: I, I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. I someone's going to have to do some considerable study for this, because if this yes. isn't like the last time this happens. There's got to be some root cause.
0: You got to think it won't or be. people it won't or be. it's I just to say
1: it. Well, for sure. I mean, that's how a lot of this stuff goes. It's like, forget about it. It will not be the last
0: time this happens, unfortunately to but somebody. Yeah. And that's the
1: thing too, is like, cause also there's a lot of studies that go around about like generationally how the body changes based on what, again, what we're consuming, even outside of that whole thing, like what we're consuming on a day to day basis, what type of food, how it's grown, things of that nature. Like, there could be something to do with that even like air quality just in general as we age like kids that are born at a later date in a more you know um populated area like there is there is things that it will affect like how how your body reacts to things so you think there's got to be something combined like along with it when you when you combine all those things together it's like cuz Demar Hamlin what in his in his mid 20s essentially Brian Early James in the mid 20s these aren't things that should be
0: happening no no not at all and and to he is in stable point, condition by the way i want to make thank that very god. clear he's okay thank yeah. god you know the yeah. kid has a very bright future ahead of him i mean he's not done growing yet at the age of right. 18
1: hell no definitely not i anymore.
0: mean he still has a long way to go and unfortunately this is just super difficult to have to hear about coming out you know when when you put up put on your sports center in the morning and this is the first headline it's a little fucked up yeah um like i said if you're watching sports center in the James morning though,
1: I'm, I'm sorry
0: <laughs> anymore it's not fun espn, just, ESPN just sucks now espn's <laughs> horrible now it yeah. needs to be bought and sold if i have to hear one more kendrick perkins horrible takes dude it's horrible
1: I'll take Jeff Passon all day. Who also,
0: another strange and unusual,
1: Jeff Passon got hurt too. He broke his back.
0: How in the fuck did Jeff Passon break his back? (laughs) Jeff Passon, and I'm pretty sure this is what happened, but I think a tree fell on him. A tree?
1: (laughs) If I'm not mistaken. And I want to be 100% clear with this too, because I'm not entirely sure. So he said, sorry, I haven't been posting lately. During cleanup after a big storm in Casey, yeah, a large tree limb decided to fall and crush me. Good news is, I still have use of my arms, legs, and Twitter fingers. Bad news is, I have a broken back. So his vertebrae is fractured. He will heal. He will be better. But he did break his back. So some of the
0: back out. AKA rookie of the year. He looks like a grown up rookie of the year, doesn't he? He really does. He really he does. does. And also, he he's like,
1: like a- he's a. He's a brilliant – he's brilliant at his job. He truly is.
0: Yeah, the guy's a baseball savant. There ain't no doubt about it. I mean, you can't deny that. The man really knows what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, he was yeah. doing
0: the um, – because I've been really
1: into this too recently. You know those like immaculate grids and the, all those oh, things yeah, going the immaculate where you have to pick grid. Players. I'm yeah. a player guy. I like knowing different players, and this is probably stemming from playing sports video games and shit, but Jeff Passon went on a John Boy Media show. And he did the Immaculate Grid, and he also did, like, the sports ref guess where you just kind of look at someone's sports reference page and try to guess who they are. He did that in, like, no time. I was like, this is insane. His his breadth of knowledge is really otherworldly because I consider myself to be pretty decent at that stuff, and a couple things will trip me up. It's like nothing possible will trip him up at all. It's pretty crazy. Good brain on that guy.
0: The guy is a baseball savant, as I stated. I mean, his knowledge of the game is pretty out of bounds. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Nobody can do his job quite like he's doing it. I mean, you could argue Tim Kirchin's the OG, right? Oh, yeah. Tim Kirchin's the guy. Love Tim Kirchin, always have. Big goofball, love him. Uh, Big goofball, big baseball dork. You got to love it. Now, another thing we got to talk about is the highest paid person ever in sports, (laughs) modern day sports. And I'm going to butcher the name, Vince, so why don't you talk about it?
1: you wanna say it I want to actually hear you no, say it
0: no. <laughs> no I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna go down this road
1: um yeah we're back with some Saudi shit I feel like it's every other every other day talking about uh, the
0: blood money and the oil money hey, from the you Saudis. know
1: you wanna know the beautiful thing that happened about four years ago though what's that he rejected that shit he said no I'm not going there I don't wanna yeah. do it what a boss he doesn't want to get that blood money, that oil money from the goddamn Saudis. Um, so, essentially what happened, Al-Halal, I believe the name is, um, they essentially put in a loan offer to uh, PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, German, whatever, um, to the total of $1 billion for one year, which is fucking insane.
0: He could um, retire. So,
1: tr- he can retire probably now. And he's 24, which is crazy, too. Um, he... He would end up getting paid somewhere in the 300, 400 million for the one year, which is what absolutely insane. Um, I think I think technically it's two hundred and twenty one. I don't know, different reports depending on how much it was gonna be. Um, but he ended up rejecting it, saying, No way, Jose, which I think is smart overall. He's gonna get less money, but as far as like him being twenty four and then going to Saudi Arabia, because you'll see this stuff with Ronaldo, but Ronaldo's, you know, in his late thirties now or Messi comes to the MLS, which is also electric factory if you've been watching it. But that kind of makes sense because they're they're in the twilight of their careers. He's coming up right now. He's like the biggest soccer player in the, in the world right now as far as like a young up-and-comer. It might be smart for him in the long run just knowing how these deals end up working.
0: Now, is all this money guaranteed? So if, if you sign, okay, you approve the trade. Right? The bill, whatever it is, it's 700 million or whatever it is, 730 million. So 335 goes to the team or the firm or the club or whatever the fuck they're called. And then the other (laughs) 330 goes to Mbappe.
1: You have to imagine because it is like, it is a loan. So.
0: So it's guaranteed, here's, here's right? Here's the player pay
1: for it. So it's got to be guaranteed, right?
0: So you're 24 years old. Granted, you are one of the best at what you do on the planet. If somebody said, we are going to give you what some people make in their entire careers in one year, are you going to look at them and say no?
1: Well, because he wants to deal with Paris Saint-Germain right now, too.
0: Well, is this so Are leverage? So are they, they going to even touch it?
1: He's been left out of the preseason tour right now in Japan because they've had issues with, like, basically they have an ultimatum made him to sign a new contract or sell it but they want to sell it and they want to sell it to Saudi Arabia and he said no way jose so i think it's part of a marketing chip too i just i really don't i mean he's from paris he's parisian if you will um i think he probably likes playing there he just wants a new contract and i don't think he really wants to end up going to Saudi Arabia that's got to be though. you wouldn't go live in Saudi Arabia for a year i would tell i mean for that amount of money i probably would yeah
0: you don't but, even need, necessarily need to live in Saudi Arabia. You can live wherever the fuck you want.
1: Yeah, but during the season, you're
0: playing in Saudi Arabia. Whatever.
1: I have no interest in ever going there. I would like. To I, that I don't there. really either. But I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, for three. Chances are that money, whatever. that money has so much blood on it. Well, that's kind of where sense. I'm
1: at. Like I, I have a guilty conscience as it is. I'm not trying to take a bunch of like fucked up blood money from Saudi Arabia.
0: It's a lot of blood money. There's yeah. like blood and oil both on that money. Right. Maybe some baby blood.
1: Yeah. You get paid and you light a lighter and it's all gone in two seconds. It's just fucking complete oil cover. Yeah. But so he denied it anyway. So generational wealth. Wow, this guy's got some
0: balls on him, respect. He's
1: going to make a billion dollars in his lifetime. He will. He is the next Ronaldo Messi any of that. That's
0: him. Now, is it a Is it a knock on American soccer that these guys come here from wherever the fuck they're from and just own? It's not a knock. It's reality. True. I mean, Messi is looking like a man amongst people He scored three goals
1: already. It's fucking awesome. (laughs) It's so awesome.
0: I mean, he is too good for his own right, and he's just chilling in Miami right now. I mean, the climate's ideal. He can do whatever the fuck he wants.
1: Well, this is how American brain works, right? Because, like, this game wasn't created in America. Even in North America. And leagues started before America was even like really a thing. Like they were playing soccer out there for so long. Every other sport, for all intents and purposes, as far as the national league's concerned, was created here. Outside of hockey. The most money in hockey is over here, so that's why people play over here. But there's a lot of money in soccer international game wise. I don't think other people are trying to come here to play the fifth most like interested sport like i really think if you go to anywhere else like soccer is the culture if you go to chicago fire game or if you go to like a let's say a west ham game the comparison is ridiculous like you wouldn't want to play football in england but if they're gonna pay you more you're like oh maybe but then also football might suck in england you'd rather play soccer this is the only place where soccer is less people have less interest in soccer than plenty of other sports only place in the world
0: that's true. That's very true. We do try and bring the people from wherever they're from who play the sport here. We've done that in everything. I, I guess the only thing you could say we haven't in, in, in like primarily North American dominated sports, football, baseball, where yeah. we've kind of showed out the rest of the country and now we bring in guys from other parts of the world that are far better at the game than we are. But you know, Unless you, of course, Mike Trout. But then again, if you look at Japan and the yeah. Dominican Republic and Cuba and all this stuff, it's even like even your these guys lo- most
1: were- hated closer. <laughs> like He's from Australia.
0: Fuck him. Anyways, and then Jokic. Jesus. Well, Jokic basketball. I mean, basketball probably has being taken one over of by the
1: Europeans.
0: <laughs> it is. It is being taken yeah. over by the Europeans. And not only that, though, but it's one of these scenarios where you look at it and you see the game going in a different direction because of these guys who are on yeah. a completely different level, really.
1: It's got its roots in America and it's grown across the world.
0: And that's soccer and to the point that's hockey because hockey wasn't always an American pastime right. or sport right. that really started in Northern Europe.
1: Yeah, and moved to Canada and then moved to us essentially.
0: Well, true. But I don't know. I mean, who invented, what state invented hockey? That's a good question. Maybe what one day state? we do a history dive, or what country invented yeah. hockey? Probably well, one Sweden. day we do a history <laughs> My talk. really
1: horrible thought is Sweden, but I have Maybe no idea.
0: Sweden, Russia, who knows? It smells like Ooh, a northeastern. probably Russia. Dish. Probably Russia. Yes, That's the Russians, cool. yeah, what they cool. do. Do you know that lacrosse was actually a big deal in Native American culture? No kidding. Fun fact, Mikey, full of fun facts. Modern sport of ice hockey was
1: developed in Canada,
0: most notably Montreal. Our hockey fans of the pot are probably like these guys are fucking idiots. But okay, dude. But also,
1: a lot of people don't know where other sports started. True. Like who actually started football? Like you know who started professional football, but who started football?
0: It derived from rugby.
1: Right. Right. And then who started rugby? Who fucking knows?
0: (laughs) Who's that fucking (laughs) guy?
1: Yeah. So I mean, in like the peach basket bullshit with the M- NBA, and no one knows who started baseball either. It was like, oh, it was a, it was a game in in the war, <laughs> and then you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't know how that works either. <laughs> like the origins are always stupid because they end up making more rules anyway, and it changes how people play it anyway. So
0: true. But who invented will... who
1: invented hockey,
0: or not hockey? Uh, golf. Scottish Scotsman. Gotta be right. Robin Williams. I urge everybody. Had the greatest bit in stand-up ever about golfing a Scotsman. It's just great, right? Where they were like, oh, that's what we'll call it, a stroke. Because every time you hit the ball, it makes you feel like you want to fucking die. (laughs) So that is genius. To that point, let's talk about the British Open. Yeah. So the British Open was this past weekend and it was rainy and gross as the British Open should be, and a lot of guys were in coats because the summer probably doesn't really exist there. Mm-mm. But I mean, hey, a wild card won. Nobody that we picked won. Brian Harmon, congratulations.
1: It's sixty one degrees in England right now as we record. Um, so there's your answer on that. Brian Harmon, short King, Mr. Five, seven American takes home the cup. Something about that makes me feel good. It's like, yeah, the British came here and lost. We go to England. We win. Not every year, but we win this time. Uh, Roy McIlroy said he's looking forward to the next one. And I'm like, OK, whatever. <laughs> At this point, um, he's the 26th ranked player in the world. Finished a surprising run in a rain drenched Royal Liverpool by carding one under 70 in the final round. The most alarming thing, if you look at the whole scoreboard and as it was going, second place was tied between four people at seven under Harmon one with 13 under. So it's kind of like at the point where he just dominated everybody, absolutely dominated everybody.
0: You love to see it. It's like guys who like to play in the rain. I think they get an advantage at this type of stuff. Oh, yeah, because it was raining literally every day.
1: Well, he's literally every more round. grounded because he's closer to the ground.
0: Well, he's a young, he's a small king. I mean, to yeah. your point, he's, he's a little guy.
1: That's what I'm saying. I like that shit. Show and, up for the small
0: kings. The bunkers there are so fucked. They're awesome. That's they're what bunkers walled. should be, right? I guess.
1: Sometimes when you go into a bunker and it's flat, you're like, oh, I'm just going to hit it normally. and You can just kind of hit you know, it out.
0: Not a proclaimed golf guy, but to watch some of these guys deal with some of these bunkers, it was comical. Yeah, guys were falling over, literally falling over. Well, people thought Rory cheated. How'd he cheat?
1: Because of the way his ball was sitting in the bunker. And I guess like, oh, did he move it? Like, no one really knows. I don't think he actually cheated. But people are saying like, hey. I
0: mean, he Rory's an Irishman. So, I mean. He I, is a
1: Northern Irishman, Michael.
0: Is there a classification?
1: Yeah. Northern Ireland is in is in the United Kingdom. Southern Ireland is free as a bird, baby. That's how we
0: do it. Well, don't they have some gripe with Great Britain? Northern Ireland? Yeah. Or all of Ireland, isn't there? Well,
1: that's why it's separated.
0: Oh. Because Northern Ireland was like, Britain's cool, man. And
1: then where my family's from, they're like, fuck off. Let us live our (laughs) life, please. (laughs) And I love that shit. And that's why I love it. Let us live
0: our life. Yeah. Let us go lay stone and bricks.
1: Yeah, they fought for that shit, though. It was pretty crazy in there for a long time.
0: It's true. It's true, I don't disagree with that. Now, this is the last open of the year, the last major. This of the is the year, last correct? major, correct? Yep. Okay, so golf season in theory is just kind of like over now.
1: Yeah, dwindling down to the FedEx Cup here. Uh, we'll get the Ryder Cup and all that as well,
0: but essentially for this year, we're just about locked. See, Max Verstappen won again in F one. He's unstoppable. Nobody saw that. Come. Is it enjoyable? Nope. At that point, it's not, right? And I like watching it because it's fun, but it's not enjoyable because you know who's going to win every time. And that's been the tale of the tape for the past fucking decade. Yeah. Literally. Even King Louis, man.
1: It's like every fucking time.
0: Well, you had Louie Hamilton. Yeah. And then Red Bull even owned it before Mercedes owned it. Right. So it's very interesting to me that... um, it kind of just goes in waves where this domination is just that it's just best car, right? Kind of. But then again, the drivers do have something to do with it. I mean, I'm not Mm going to take away from Verstappen being a tremendous driver. I'm not going to take away Sebastian Vettel being one of the better drivers of his generation. Yeah. Then got to Ferrari. And a lot of guys go to Ferrari and fizzle out because Ferrari, they say, isn't technically sound as they should be, even though the car is ideal. So it's it's this balance. Next year will be even more interesting to pay attention to, because we have American power coming into the sport, buddy. Yeehaw! No big deal. Oh, and then uh, Denny Hamlin won at Pocono, so you Thank know God. there's that. <laughs> Thank God, Tyler <Toyota> won. <laughs> Thank God for Denny Hamlin. Thank God um, for Denny. And just so people know, Red
1: Bull also came in third because Checo is always going to come in second or third at this point too. So
0: who's that? That's Sergio Perez. Oh, Sergio Perez. Yeah. A lot of it's the car right now. And it's, Sergio Perez wasn't always a driver that he is on that team. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, No. Yeah. The car's helping out a little bit. It's like, it's like steroids in baseball.
0: Well, Daniel Ricardo, once he left Red Bull was dog shit. Yep. And he was a dog he, for a little bit. There. He went to Renault and then from Renault went to McLaren, was a little bit better at McLaren. And then before you know it, he'll be driving NASCAR. But all those what guys suck in NASCAR.
1: Because all oh, the yeah. cars are the same.
0: <laughs> They're supposed to be. See, right. that, in my opinion, is the that's biggest. That's a fair playing field. That is the biggest thing where drivers mean the most is NASCAR. And a lot of people don't see that. But the car means the most in F1 and IndyCar and substrates outside of that. Now, in NASCAR, it's more so the driver. And that's that's real talk there buddy that's the
1: beauty of it some american, american
0: yeah. muscle baby hell yeah Except Toyota, who Moonshine. left these japanese cars that are made in america Jesus. <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's, they're it's, all it's, made it's in america which is dumb more cars are made that are japanese produced in the u.s than Hyundai's. outside of it Well, toyota hyundai yeah um You know, Lexus is the same thing. Some of Honda's plants are in the States. I mean, it's dumb. Oh, yeah. They like reversed it. And then most components that are on your Chevy are from Japan or China. Yep. True statement. Or Korea. So
1: there's no argument there. If you're like, I got a Silverado American made. It's like bullshit, man. You sure about that? You sure about that?
0: You sure sure about about that? that? You sure that's why? I don't think so. Double check it. Where it's made. It's all made in China, buddy, even though it's got an American badge on it. Looking for that. If <laughs> that's for not that American, margin, If that's
1: not American, Mike, I don't know
0: what is. That's as American as it gets, buddy. Unless it's Harley Davidson. Right. Because, fun fact, Harley Davidson has sparked their entire racing segment off of their own model of car or own model of motorcycle, which I think is fucking hilarious.
1: That is hilarious. They so, also have a store in Wrigley, which makes no freaking sense.
0: Well, it does make sense because America. But to that <laughs> point, complaint, Harley complaint, Davidson complaint. <laughs> Harley Davidson does have their own racing league where they race baggers. Baggers are usually Why? made for guys who I consider in quote upside downs because they don't have hair, but they have full beards. And you see, because it's like it's upside down. Yeah. But if you flip but, his um, head
1: on the other side, he's yeah. Going normal and They see fuck a lot and they
0: ride and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And they and that those Heart-ass-es. are the type of guys that 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 run and and ride baggers. Now to we that join point, a motorcycle gang. We'd be awful, anyways. Sick, we'd be really mad at it. <laughs> yeah, Man, I mean, why it do we have to fight everywhere we go? Why are you, you so loud? Saw... Did you guys see that there's a new
1: contract to the NBA? <laughs> off.
0: Fuck off trying to go dead. fight these people that don't want to fight us. Okay, Let's go drink more Coors Light.
1: Can I get one of those cool denim vests,
0: please? <laughs> I just like the badge. You, you guys, guys cool look logo. cool, that's all it is, <laughs> but no. They have their own racing league, and it's all baggers. And it's like the same MotoGP racing you would see for motorcycles, but it's with baggers. It's fucking hilarious. Guys are like knee-dragging baggers.
1: Yeah, that's weird, man.
0: It's hilarious to me. Yeah. Because that's not what those motorcycles are made for.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's like, hey, you want to race mopeds? You're like, what are we doing here? (laughs) Hey, (laughs) I have a moped. Yeah, but you're not racing anybody.
0: thing was great. Right, no. but it's useful, but it's, you're not racing anybody. Hey, it was a way to get from A to B at a young age. Now everything's That's, electric.
1: Yeah, I feel like baggers are kind of like that, too. Obviously not completely, but they're like a, a casual like drive-around bike, not like a let's race each other on a racetrack bike.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like riding a couch. It's very right. large.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yes. No to yeah. You want to yeah. know who can afford a bagger? Probably a, a hundred of them.
0: Jalen Brown. That? Oh, God.
1: Jalen Brown is the most, or the richest, gets the richest contract in NBA history yesterday. And the Celtics are in cap hell now. Because they got two guys tied up, both in $30-plus deals, $40-plus deals. He gets a five-year, $300 million Supermax contract extension with the Celtics, and he still can't dribble nor go left.
0: Do they have to do this? I don't know. They got rid of Marcus smart and you give this guy all the money and I don't know if he's worth it. That's my only thing. I don't, I don't know if he's worth the price. They're so, they're so
1: competitive. They almost make it. I mean, they made it two years ago to the finals. Didn't do
0: it. Almost made it
1: last year. Didn't do it.
0: Well, now you got Dane coming in the Heat allegedly maybe it's kind of sounding like a done deal even though the GM nothing's moving though Blazers said like we're not in a hurry
1: they want more
0: they want more for them and they're not the Heat don't have
1: a lot to offer
0: well they're gonna have to get a third team involved which is usually what they do
1: yeah but this has been going on for like a month and a half now
0: I mean the season doesn't start for another three months
1: yeah but I feel like the NBA moves quicker than that I mean, it's definitely possible. I think he's going to move at some point. But if I were the Blazers, I understand that he wants to go to the Heat. But I'm taking the best package that I get.
0: Yeah, I I see that. But then again, I, I he's going to de- he has a trade clause to say I can waive it or not waive it. Does so, he? I don't think he does. Uh I double check that. Swear to am, God, he I has. Know. I would swear to God that Dame Lillard does in fact have a no trade clause. Lillard, unlike Bradley Beal, does not have a no trade clause. Oh, they can send
1: him anywhere. I think they're can just he? trying to, you know, be respectful to the one of the best, if not the best player in their franchise history. So I think they're like, hey, we should, you know, we should send him where he wants to go, knowing that we're only going to take a deal that's worth our welcome. They're looking for something that, hey, do you want to go here? Yeah. They're going to give us what we want. All right. Now we'll move you.
0: But, but if we like, like so hey, we'll got- give
1: you a bag of peanuts,
0: they're like, fuck you. No way. <laughs> well, Tyler Hero just is not attracting to many people.
1: Yeah, and the thing is he's he's good, but like, he's, he's good a behind a guy. He's not the guy. He's they the already guy signed Jeremy the Grant. They already signed Jeremy Grant to a ridiculous deal. So now we're sitting there like, Jeremy Grant, Tyler Hero, all they're going to do is get you more wins than you want and not get you the first pick in the draft. That's kind of all that is.
0: Yeah, they they need a a star player, and I don't know. Th- there was a lot of talk that Zach Levine was going to be a part of like a three way deal. They want him to go up there
1: because he's from Seattle, and that's close. That's one of the big reasons. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the Bulls I, are getting rid of him either. So,
0: yeah, the Bulls are just going to be what they're going to be for you know the foreseeable future, like most of any Jerry Reinsdorf led organization. Sell a team, baby. Sell it. But yeah. yeah, to that point, I mean, this doesn't get the Celtics over the edge. I mean, no, I they... mean,
1: absolutely. It's the same thing as they've had, but with more money tied down.
0: I mean, does poor Zingas really get them over the 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 ledge here? I, I don't he think He helps so. to a
1: point. But what team has he brought over the ledge before? Is <laughs> kind of my question. It's like
0: and he always gets hurt.
1: Yeah. And granted, his he had his probably best career year last year. With the Wizards, who weren't competing. So that has something to say, too. What happens when he gets to crunch time? But now you've got three guys with the majority of your cap money tied up. They're obviously in the luxury tax. They probably need a couple more guys to solidify this team. And if they run it out the same way they ran it out last year,
0: you can if kind of expect
1: a, the same situation to happen again.
0: <laughs> if they don't win a championship within the next three years, they're going to have to blow this whole thing up. Yeah. And don't I mean, get me wrong. That's what this is.
1: Being like the second best team in the East for seven years is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about that. I would love if that happened for the Bulls, but because that's the thing too is like a lot of people are like, why did they give them that money? Like, they're it's not going to bring them over the hump. It's like, well, the hump is a lot smaller for them than any other team, really. Right like now, they can it get is. back. They can get back to the to the finals. Pretty not pretty easily, but their team, the way it's set up right now. Probably can
0: get back to the finals without, you know,
1: huge issues.
0: I don't know. I'm I'm really high on the Suns next year. I, I but yeah, but that's not going to stop them from going to the finals because they're in the West. Sure. I and, and in the East, I mean, the Sixers are due, and Milwaukee's going to come back probably better than they have Sixers been in are a while aren't doing
1: Shit, I will guarantee you right now they're not making it to the finals
0: joel Embiid well, joel, doesn't
1: even believe it
0: <laughs> joel Embiid even came out and said I, I i just want to win a championship in my career whether that's here or somewhere somewhere else he doesn't and care. then
1: said he was trolling he was like i was just trolling it's like that's not really a troll man that's kind of fucked
0: up <laughs> like philly's he like hey man we got we're gonna win <laughs> his pr department was like uh dude you fucked up yeah yeah
1: yeah, and he, his name is like Joel Troll Embiid on Twitter, and you're like, all right, you're 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 trying too hard here. Um, yeah. And I, it's not I his problem, obviously. James Harden doesn't want to be there, obviously. He's getting super thick again because I guess that's his move. He's just like get thick till I get traded and then get back
0: into position and in, in shape. Um, he was totally wearing a fat suit there in Houston for a little bit.
1: I, either that or he was just like pushing out, just trying to
0: make it seem worse than it was. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It, it smells like he was wearing like a bodysuit just to look like a chubby bunny. Although he did look fat in the face, even though he does have the beard, which he is nicknamed the beard. So he could have been hiding the, the extra chins under have there. Have you know seen what I'm the saying? pictures of him without a beard, though? No.
1: Keep the beard. Okay. Keep the beard. Some people just need to keep the beard.
0: <laughs> Myself Sometimes people got to keep the beard, Vince. <laughs> but if you're like your friend, Mike, you don't necessarily have to keep the beard. You got to shave True. the beard. Right? Yeah. And when you got to shave the beard, I mean, there's a specific brand that I think about. Oh, same here. There's only one brand, really. There's really only one brand, and that brand is our friends at Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you
1: by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months, and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right, rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing? If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson Shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code THE TAXI SQUAD. T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout and you'll receive a 100 pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for and then you add a 100 pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you 2 to 5 years depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the taxi squad at hensonshaving.com. Go check
0: it out. Big thank you to our friends at Henson Shaving. Vince, we got 4 weeks until college football kickoff oh, is in yeah. full effect oh and yeah we get kirk herb straight back we get the old man himself lee corso back is he coming back heads. after
1: he called that one person a midget that was years ago oh <laughs> he, <laughs> he, was a kid.
0: he was a kid
1: i know it was he just so messed up it's like you can't say that on tv
0: dude <laughs> what well, we it's just how he said it though it was just even better just be like you don't know what you're talking about, you midget. You're like, yes, Whoa, Whoa Lee, it's a make-a-wish kid. Take it Hello, easy. Dude. <laughs> it's like somebody get John Cena over here. Once Anyways, a football coach, always football coach. He's the man. Um, but day, we babe. got four weeks left. And the hottest take coming out of college football talk right now is that Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for four games for allegedly tampering with recruiting. Which So this has recently come does? out. I mean, everybody does it. It's just like, I don't know.
1: Sometimes Maybe. you got to slap the really famous guy on the hand and be like, hey, he did it. Hey, um, we're
0: going to use you as an example, sorry.
1: And the good way to prove that, too, is one, Jim Harbaugh and the NCAA, and this is how it was, it was reported everywhere, they were working towards a negotiated resolution, which is hilarious because the NCAA should just create a resolution and tell him, why are they working with it together? Um, so essentially, he gets suspended for four games because the committee has the authority to adjust penalties, and I'm doing quotes right now. And those four games are against East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers, (laughs) which is crazy. Michigan hosts Rutgers. They finished last year four and eight, and they're probably the best team in that collection of guys. They're
0: all home games, too, by the way. So it's like the first four tune-up games where the only people are there are the students just getting absolutely destroyed because they can. Yeah. Um, it's and, like, it's
1: just, and it's also the coach, not even like a quarterback. It's like just spending Bill Belichick for the preseason. He's like, okay, <laughs> what
0: the fuck do yeah, you want me to do, to do? Fine. <laughs> exactly. These are all the tune-up games that these major programs choose to use. Now, the games after that are actually interesting. Now, Matt rules at Nebraska for his first year, which we all knew well. was kind of going to happen, that he was, you know, all good. He, ultimately, he was coming back to college because he fuck, sucked yeah. so bad after year <laughs> one. Horrible. Now. Oh A lot of Big Ten games kind of flow after this. So it's Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State, Purdue, Penn State, Maryland. Their strength of schedule this year minus Ohio State is kind of a joke. I hate to say it, but it is.
1: I mean, it's a lot of in-conference play, at least.
0: The only ranked team you play is literally Ohio State. And, and you got to assume state. they win that, right? That's all Harbaugh does is beat Ohio State. Well, Ohio State to that point this year is yeah. in a state of flux because they just went from two really good quarterbacks, oh, yeah. Justin Fields and C.J. Stroud, to now nobody. I, I don't even know. A question mark is essentially what they're going into. Essentially, it it's, it's a young guy coming in who's going to have a prove-it year. And, you know, I mean— Ryan Day is a hell of a QB whisperer, don't get me wrong, but not enough to get you over the hedge. You have Marvin Harrison Jr., you know that their wide receiver talent's gonna show up, but that's really all the season's gonna be is getting those guys who are gonna be guaranteed first round draft picks, the clout they need to stay there. And I don't think it would be any surprise if
1: they go. You know, one loss the whole year because they're Ohio State, and that's how so that happens sometimes. But I mean, Michigan is primed to have a really good year. Yeah, um, they have a lot. Of, I was talking, I was listening to Rich Eisen talk about this too because he's obviously all things Michigan all the time. He's the Michigan and Jets guy. Um, yeah, but there was a call in about Michigan. Essentially, they were like, Michigan has a lot of guys coming back. They have the quarterback coming back. A lot of their defense is coming back a lot of their offense for that is also coming back. So you have a team that was primed to win last year, obviously had some of its issues, very clearly had some of its issues that are going to have a whole entire off season work on this. And then, you know, their coach will be gone for four weeks and he'll be back better than ever. I assume after that. So they have high expectations this year. I'm sure, like you said, the schedule is a little weak, but also, you know, this as well as anybody that can change in five weeks. And then they could be playing against a bunch of, you know, ranked teams just because, you know, they're playing better than they're supposed to be. So I don't know. I think Michigan's always just going to get the nod if they end up being like a one loss to undefeated team at that point. Like they're going to get the nod. Um, and the playoff season is always a fucking chaos mode. But I'm they surprised have a good they didn't chance. get like,
0: I'm surprised they didn't get U of I on their schedule. You know, Indiana is always pretty pesky. Um, and to be honest, I, I think that, They'll probably go undefeated and then lose in the second round of the playoffs, which they always do.
1: Yeah, which is par for the course. And how long can that actually end up happening is how it's going to be. But, I mean, yeah, looking at that schedule right now, waiting until the last month or last game, essentially, to play Ohio State before the Big Ten Championship, you're like, okay. Maybe Minnesota will be better than we think. Maybe Matt Rule and Nebraska are better than we think, but
0: yeah, it doesn't look like the a difficult. Schedule, t- like I said, the schedule is a joke, and, yeah. and and I don't I don't think anybody's. I mean, no Purdue would be a team that maybe gets them past that point where that's maybe a team or Penn State because it's at Penn State, but I don't know. Right now, it's just looking like an undefeated season, and then, there's a lot to be seen before. By the time that comes too, um, Oh, there's yeah. always things to be seen, of course. And there's always teams that are dark horses. That's usually how it works. Last year was TCU. Right. Yeah.
1: And to that point, almost, too. It's like a lot, a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of elite teams are gone this year. So there's going to be a lot of teams that are trying to fit in a new guy. And Michigan's at that advantage where they already have a guy that they like to play. So. Yeah, it could happen and then they could end up losing like they do every year. But I think if they as long as they beat Ohio State, then they're gonna be happy campers like usual.
0: They That's have their one championship. More, they have one more year before they join the Pac Twelve. Now, what I thought was interesting is um Ohio I like Pac-12 State
1: joins them.
0: Well, however it works. <laughs> yeah, you can't but think. <laughs> what I would say is that um the Pac twelve Combining with the Big Ten, first of all, logistically it makes shit sense. But None. I'm tired of like these armchair analysts being like, I mean, did you see the post from Ohio State's Twitter page that showed Bucky the Buckeye and the Oregon Duck posted together? Said, see you real soon or big things coming. I mean, could this be a sign? It's like, dude, it's already written in fucking stone. Yeah. They released it like last year. So, of course, it's happening.
1: Right. But it's not a thing until it happens. And, like, obviously, their job is just to talk about shit. Like, essentially what we're doing right now, but we're not doing it every day all the time where we have to just constantly recycle takes over and over again. Ultimately,
0: that is the goal to be able to do that someday. Sure. Beyond, We're also not going to try to recycle the same thing over and over again. No, if we ever get to that point, just totally call us out for selling out. But... With all of that, I just am sick of like the Pac 12 and Big 10 released formal statements that this was fucking happening. So, why is this like a big surprise now? It's like, oh my God, can you believe it? It's like, dude, it's been written in stone for like the past two years now.
1: Like, what? Like, Ohio or uh, USC and UCLA move not next year, but the year after, something like that?
0: This is the last year for them, actually.
1: Yeah. Okay. This
0: this year is the last year. Same thing with OU and Texas. OU and Texas jumped to the SEC next year.
1: Good luck, Oklahoma. Good luck, Norman.
0: I top three recruiting class.
1: I know. I'm worried. They just pulled
0: guy. a big recruit from USC. Actually, one of the top ranked running backs in the country.
1: Oh, he probably just didn't want to play with that quarterback. You know,
0: <laughs> must have issues with the quarterback at USC. <laughs> Well, on a recruiting standpoint, if you're from that area, it's like, you really want to go play with that traitor. You want to go play with that traitor who left his team?
1: Yeah, he'll leave you next. And you're like, oh, well, fucking point.
0: Well, it's venerable. I mean, he's not
1: leaving, but they can make that argument.
0: He's not leaving paradise, living in SoCal. Are you kidding?
1: With that contract? Please. It's not like
0: you're leaving in it. Not like you're living in Anaheim. Nobody wants to fucking live in Anaheim. No no Showtime included. Well, none of them live like there. Anaheim is like the Schomburg of California. It is such a nothing city. It's like the Angels, the Ducks, a really interesting train station, and then Disneyland. And that's it. Yeah, I've never been there, but it's not like my. You're not it missing doesn't much. doesn't seem like a place I want to be either. You're not missing much at all. I, I, that's all I got to say about that. But baseball is in full effect after the all-star break. All of the, all of the things are happening right now. As far as trade deadlines go about, a lot of people are talking, talking a lot of stupid shit. Oh yeah. Uh, One of the first stupid things you, you would see is the guy who called the world series trophy, just a piece of metal. (laughs) Uh, Rob Manfred has officially received a four year extension it's MLB Woo-hoo! commissioner that lasts until 2029. The owners
1: fucking love him. They love that guy.
0: Fuck. It is stupid. It is it's absolutely horrible. Stupid. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's bad, man. I mean, what what are we doing right now with the state of baseball? I mean, is it just a big boys' club or are they really trying to ruin the sport more than they Dude, are? Dude, it's always you? been a boys' club. Come on. I mean, uh, and so is the NFL, but at least the NFL puts out a product that's like worth his shit. The MLB, yeah. I mean, the pitch clock don't it's helped, but it hasn't put them over that hump yet.
1: No, and I think also it's just like the the nature of the game too. It's slower just in just in reality. Um, and I don't think it entices as many people, especially in an entire, you know, the entire country and the world is like attention spans been cut in half just based on what we see every day on a day-to-day basis. Um, But there is a better way to sell it, and I think internationally it's selling, but I think that's selling because you have the WBC that happened that was big, and then Shoei Otani. That's essentially those two things that I think sell it more than anything. I think the owners, just like Rob Manfred, because Rob Manfred is just usually like, no, can't do that, sorry. And then they can just go about their life the way they want to. So they're happy to have him. You can ha- you'll have all those commissioners last so long. Like I don't even know one league that hasn't had a commissioner last for more than like fifteen twenty years. I mean, Seelig was there forever.
0: And technically, Bud Seelig, during his time as a um, MLB commissioner, it was like a weird. It was a weird portion of the time because he was the original owner of the Brewers, and it was like a mm-hmm. conflict of interest that he was that. Which makes so, sense, because
1: you're supposed to be, like, bipartisan. Because he was
0: almost this. acting as both there for a little while, which made no fucks. sense.
1: Which just fucked up. Especially with, like, PAs and stuff that ended up coming in. It's like,
0: hey, man, you can't be an owner and a commissioner. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. I agree. And it, it's always been that. So he'll continue to hopefully not fuck up the sport as much as he has, and baseball could kind of get back to the steroid era, which I don't know if we'll ever see that era of baseball. Bring already. it back. Let them take the shit.
1: Bring Let it back.
0: Stuff. Yeah, maybe they should. I, maybe they should
1: put Colin Coward in as the as the commissioner of baseball.
0: Well, if Colin Coward was in, then he would allow you to trade draft picks,
1: right? Because Colin Coward is a dumbass. And I think we run across this like I would say it's probably a monthly to two month thing. Every time it's just Colin Coward said something stupid again. Uh, Maybe he should go, you know, visit Skip Bayless and they they should have the show together so they can spew shit at each other. But if you guys didn't see the clip, Colin Coward talking about Shohei Otani called himself a casual beforehand. At least he did that. He said the Angels need to get as many first round picks as possible for Shohei. He had this full conversation with the other guy on the show and I don't know his name. And then later on in that segment learns you can't trade draft picks in the MLB, which I thought was common knowledge for anybody that was going to be a sports writer in general. Like obviously, because you ever seen a trade like that ever don't get it. Um, Callan coward, you can't trade picks in baseball. So, so the guy you're
0: referring up. to is a gentleman by the name of Jason McIntyre, who That's took his the name. place of joy Taylor. Who, why? I'll never know. Ah. Um, yeah. Sad day for sports for talk. You, Anyways, man. Because, well, at least Joy had, like, good points. This guy just reiterates whatever Colin says. And then he's just like, well, yeah, technically I think you're right because X, Y, Z. It's like, well, you guys agree on everything. So what fun is that? Why is this interesting? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see how that necessarily works. It's just like he's kind of been his gopher for a while. I think the most redeeming part of the herd is Joel Klatt. Joel Clatt is arguably one of the best college football analysts that's out right now, in my opinion. Okay, and he always has some great takes. So oh, that's I know really this guy.
1: why. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. On Joel Clatt
0: has wonderful takes. He's he's usually on with uh, who's the guy who always is, has the big voice on NFL Saturdays, Big Ten guy. Oh God, I forget his name. Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back to that. But okay, <laughs> the fact that Colin Coward gets corrected mid show when his producer chimes in like hey in the mlb you can't trade draft picks
1: oh <laughs> he had to walk it back he was well, going <laughs> on like a
0: full-blown ranch like yeah. i would at least want three to four draft picks blah 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 your three best <laughs> prospects no he said yeah he
1: said he said three to four draft picks two prospects and two starters i think is what he said and I was like, Trey's don't even work like
0: that in the MLB but in general. The like, you usually is, is they usually don't swap both, starters. <laughs> like, they both got like mid show because the producers chimed in and they're like, hey. And then Jason McIntyre's like, he was agreeing with them. He's like, well, I think you'd actually want more than that. I mean, right. you wouldn't want three prospects and then this, this, and that. And then some draft picks, they're like, Hey, assholes! You you can't do that. That
1: ruins the whole argument because obviously they don't know enough about baseball to be having that conversation in the first place. You're like, what are we doing, man? Like, they're just like, hey, yeah, you should trade this and you should do that for this guy because he's like such an astronomical talent. It's like, do you even know that he is, or do you just hear that and you're regurgitating it? Because it is you've I've seen so many trades in the MLB, and so many happen every single year, and I have never once seen a draft pick traded because you can't. Like, it's super obvious.
0: Yeah. Super no, obvious. it It's definitely interesting and kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit. It's like, you guys are paid a handsome amount to do this shit. Right. So Put me up there, baby. I'll be way better. Put us up there. We'll make it work. And we'll probably make you just as much money, if not more. Because A, we're good looking. And B, I'd say we're pretty good at what we do. And we have beautiful asses. So I'll shake uh-huh. some ass for you. Whoa!
1: We I'll shake some ass
0: for you. (laughs) Vince'll back up that dumpy. I'll throw it back for
1: you.
0: (laughs) And in other news, um, the trade deadline's in full effect, and then in between that, you have Ellie Dela Cruz hitting baseballs to the fucking moon, dude, literally out of baseball stadiums. Like, did anybody see? This man hit a baseball out of Miller Park or American Life Field or whatever the fuck they call it now. He, he literally did it out of the ballpark. He
1: did it despite them. Did you see did you see what the scoreboard scoreboard people did before they that at bat? Yeah. So in the first inning, he hit a ball that was almost a home run. He got robbed. So his next at bat, he walks up and the scoreboard says L.E.D. LaCruz almost hit a home run, but didn't. (laughs) And then he goes fucking Super Saiyan and hits it like 465 or something like that in that at bat. And it just on on the board said almost hit a home run in the first, but didn't. I was like, you can't tempt fate like that, man. Like, it's just dumb move all around by them. And they just ate crow right away because he hammered that.
0: The man is totally blowing up the sport of baseball. I don't know how long it's going to last, but, you know, good for the Reds. Hopefully the White Sox can trade Gialito to the Reds and get some sort of that massive talent that they have on that squad right now.
1: He'll probably be in L.A. I'm almost certain of it. You think so? Yeah, I think he wants to go home. I think L.A. needs a pitcher. I think they're interested in that. I mean, they were thinking about getting rid of Syndergaard and trying to get Eddie Rosario, which didn't end up happening, but that was definitely of interest.
0: Yeah. I, at this stage of the game, everybody's guess is as good as that. We were discussing this in the pre show fist fight. Um, Lance Lynn right now is looking at potentially being moved to the Rays. There could be some things there. I,
1: yep. I can see that happening. I know from a fact and Eddie Rosario just want to make it clear is on the Dodgers. Now he just got traded to the Dodgers. So, um, To fix that up real quick and tie a knot around that. Uh, Lance Lynn will probably go to the Rays and throw like a 1-5 for the rest of the year and win every game. That's usually how it works. That's how the Rays do it. I think they should send him out. Lance Lynn's nearing the end of his career here. I think he he should take an opportunity to win. I think it would be cool if he wins the first year he's in the MLB and the last year he's in the MLB. That'd be pretty sick. So um, do that. Do that for him. Get rid of him. That's fine. Um, Giolito's probably on the move too given the end of his contract so he can go to the Dodgers a couple things that did happen a couple weeks ago or Chapman from the Royals to the Rangers and that seems to be working out great for them they're an absolute juggernaut in the AL West right now and he that's fun to watch three the other day monster he's such a big dude he's such absolute a absolute
0: unit so absolute that's good unit. and he's
1: also going to be in a dome stadium so he's not going to have to worry about the cold and all that stuff it's a perfect situation for him Kike Hernandez back to Los Angeles from Boston. So he gets traded back to the Los Angeles Dodgers, where he grew to fame, honestly. Um, So good for him as well. And then Eddie Rosario does get sent over to the Dodgers as well. So it looks like Mickey Rojas is no longer the, shortstop for the Los Angeles Dodgers anymore. And I think that's a good move for them as well. Um, they're obviously trying to bolster up their team going into the end of the season here, because that is a juggernaut of a race going on over there. And the only team that's missing really is the Padres. So not really that expectation. My question for you is white Sox are obviously going to be selling are the Padres sellers as well. Cause they said they don't want to hear anything for Josh Hader or Blake snow.
0: Well, if I'm the Padres, I try and move Soto as quickly as I can because that experiment yeah. really hasn't worked. And I, he's if playing I'm better the...
1: this year than he did last year. I'll give him that. Well,
0: that's, that's, that's good and that's great and that's fine. Now, if I'm the Cardinals, try and make a push. Dylan Carlson is notably available now, but yep. I don't know. His value point was last year. So you would try and do that. Now, you talked, and this is something I would like to discuss with you. So you brought up the Dodgers. Yeah. The Dodgers are in need of pitching. Giolito yeah. wants to go home, to your point. Yep. Single man now, single man now, notably divorced. Good. Yeah. Hey, sometimes for people in their lives, the that's All a good Star thing. Game, kind of a wild right? time. Kind of yep. a wild time to be alive. But would you accept a trade, and this is more of a futures trade. So Gavin Lutz, Wisconsin boy, yep. who was looking like to be the next guy. The next shortstop in the MLB before he got injured in in spring training, yeah, was looking to be their starting shortstop, right? What if you could package Giolito and Tim Anderson for Gavin Lutz? Do you think that would work? Because he brings you no value today, mm. but maybe, just maybe, because the White Sox just you're going to trade away a fair amount of your talent, so you're well, punting problem- to next season anyways.
1: The problem is, is that they're rentals. So the, the Dodgers would have to sign him again next year.
0: That's um, up to them. But Gavin Lux can come in next season for you. Be your starting shortstop, be fully yeah. healthy, switch hitter, speed, great defense. And I would sense. love, him. I want to make
1: that clear. Gavin Lux is like a beast and he's played pretty well in the limited time that he's already played. Um, I mean, shit, now he's got, what, four years under his belt, but two of them were full, essentially. Um,
0: Wisconsin, yeah, two, seven, boy, Wisconsin six, pride? Can yeah, come home from the Midwest? from the home next to Milwaukee? I mean, he would he would welcome it, I'm sure. That'd be great. I don't know if LA. the Dodgers are doing that. Because he was a I'm top an prospect. If I'm an MLB GM, him. sure. But he's hurt. He's of no value to them this season to get them over the ledge. Right. It's like when the White Sox traded Fernando Tatis Jr. Fucking James Shields.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to use that example
0: as a good idea because <laughs> it
1: wasn't no, when
0: they did it. No, but if you're trying to make a run, which the White Sox thought they could at the time. Yeah. That's why they I, made the move.
1: I don't think the Dodgers make that move.
0: I would Feed love for them to do so.
1: Um, but again, they have, they have to sign Leto and Tim Anderson at the end of the year if that happens. Um, and I think they do like Gavin Lux a lot. And I do think Listen, they're looking towards the future because they have a good farm system, too. I'd like to make right. clear.
0: So if Geo even stays and Timmy walks because Geo's from there and he'll probably give you a team-friendly deal or whatever it is, that would make sense. Yeah, great, it does. You, you get a you an A- A minus slash B-plus starter out of it. Gavin goes outside of the division to a team that hasn't done shit in a long That's time, so you're conference. never going to see him yeah what do you care
1: for sure i just think that they they probably value his talent a little bit higher but honestly mlb trade sometimes really surprising. rowan me. moncada
0: is a kicker just here's moncada he's Kill.
1: got Fine. no worth right now <laughs> zero <laughs> value
0: he's hurt half zero. the time and last night he yeah. almost hit a grand slam but it got robbed
1: yeah he's got no value right now
0: um Yeah, I I would like to see it. I don't
1: see it happening, but I would like to see it. I think it's going to be something more like, we'll give you Giolito for half a year, give us two or three prospects. One of them has to be top 100. That's what I really
0: see what happens here,
1: which is a horrible give back for us. But again, you only get him for the next
0: three months, and then he can do whatever he wants. Okay. Then on the flip side of that, the other Chicago team, I mean, we got to talk about it. Nico Horner, by the way, looks to be a guy. So is Chris Burrell. They look like yeah. they're getting hot, oh, and yeah. they're kind of a weird team right now. They'll win, you know, 10, uh, 6 of ten, and then they'll lose six of ten. Yeah, they're, they're six just and a half weird. out of the
1: division. It's not impossible to
0: talk about. Not impossible, but not probably possible because they're right. going to be selling, and I mean, even their management stated we're we're probably going to be moving some of our top talent, yeah. which Cody Bellinger has come back it. and. Bellinger yeah. and Strowman have both said they want to be on the north side. So if you're the Cubs right now, do you look at these guys and say, listen, we have further plans to build this team to where we want it to go? And we know you have value right now. So I think Stroman to the Orioles, Bellinger to like, I think the Yankees or even the Dodgers could be a fit
1: anywhere, man. I mean, shit. If you send him to the Yankees with that short porch and he keeps hitting three fourteen with 14 bombs, like if he ends this year with 30 plus bombs and hitting three fourteen, like. That's a Yankees heaven, because also Wrigley has, doesn't have the nicest dimensions in the world. New York does for sure if you're a lefty, especially big swinging lefty like that. Bring another Teixeira into the game, um, but then you're also facing the is this going to be another Joe Gallo situation, which you don't want to see. But I can see him go well, to New York they- for sure, but I can see him going to a lot of places. I think a lot of teams would really enjoy Cody Bellinger right now.
0: Then again the Yankees don't really have a position to say we're in a hunt for anything cuz they're in dead last in the AL East. Yeah. So that doesn't really help much of anything if you are the Yankees. That's but any true. team that contending that needs outfield help, I wouldn't sleep on it. Maybe yeah, even totally the Astros not. could I mean, look at them because the Astros are starting to come in hot again.
1: They are. Um a game like out I said right like now. They're, I mean, yeah, they're biting at the ankles of the Rangers right now. And the Rangers are still playing really well as well. It's just, you know, the Astros are going to come when the Astros come. Um, I can see Cody Ballinger's service is kind of working out in any team in the AL East right now, if I'm being honest. Um, He's obviously not going to get sent in the NL Central within the division. I'm sure of that. Um, But also, like, he can help bolster, like, a spot maybe in Philly. Like, if Bryce is going to be DH... You could throw Bellinger out in the outfield or. Shit, I don't even know if you, you might want to send him to the NL West. Maybe the Dodgers want him back. Here you go. Let's
0: to my see point. If you play like this again. Yeah, maybe the Dodgers want him back. He would probably welcome the homecoming. I'm and sure. then in the offseason, if you really want to go back to Chicago, you could sign with them.
1: Yeah, pull a and Chapman and just wins. go for half a year and then go back to the team.
0: Well, Stroman said basically he doesn't want to leave, but then again, I think the Orioles would be more than happy to bring him into their their main sure. rotation for a long-term push here. It's just really going to be interesting to see what this next, I would say, 48 hours really looks like, because the trade, lines, the trade deadline's over on the 1st, yeah. so... We'll see if it makes him sweat a little bit. Now, if it does make him sweat. Ah, I don't think it's happening. We've discussed this at nauseum for weeks. It's probably not going to happen.
1: We know for a fact that McCutcheon's not moving. People were talking about that. The pirates are keeping him at bay, which I think they should. He should retire there.
0: Well, um, the pirates are keeping him at bay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ha, 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 ha ha ha. That was an accidental pun. For sure. That was an accidental pun. Um, but yeah, I mean, besides that, like, do the Padres add or do the Padres get rid of him? Are the Cubs gonna try to randomly compete and not get rid of anybody? Like, all those things are totally optional. Um, we've seen a lot of a lot of small moves, some bullpen guys and stuff like that, but You expect, you know, before August 1st comes around, you'll see at least a couple big moves that no one really expected. So there's a good chance that none of this happens and somebody random gets moved. So that's the fun of it.
0: That is the fun of it. And like I said, we'll see who's going to be potentially sweating here towards the trade deadline. And if they are sweating, they should probably hydrate themselves. If they are going to hydrate themselves, they should hydrate themselves with our wonderful friends from Liquid IV.
1: This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right, the hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and i found a ton of uses for it. Uh, Going to sleep after a day-long soiree, this is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration Today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. He has baseball, isn't it? No. I don't know. It's it doesn't baseball. matter. The NFL is almost right. back, baby. We have NFL action next week, Mike. Yeah, next we're back. Week, Hall of Fame game. It happens two weeks before the preseason starts every time, and it always confuses me. It's like They're just kind of playing with us like, hey, there's a little bit of NFL and then it goes away. But this will likely be the first time that we see Rodgers on a new team. Are you excited? Are you going to watch
0: it? Nope. I'm not going to watch it because maybe the starters play for like a legitimate like series and then it's over.
1: Watch it for one series, baby.
0: I'm good. I'll probably just wait until like the last preseason game like I always do. Okay. And be content with that because that gives you, like, the cleanest slot towards the beginning of the season. I don't get excited about preseason. I get excited about week one.
1: I'm trying to see some hits. So I'm going to watch it, and I'm not going to care about the outcome. I'm not going to care what happens. I'm just trying to hear the sweet, sweet, beautiful sound of football
0: again. You're just ready to hear the the, just that sound of just people getting cracked.
1: I love that
0: shit. I love yeah. that shit and I cannot wait
1: anymore. Like this, this year's felt longer than years in the past. I think probably because we're like, we're so on this now where I'm just like, dude, I need some football. Like well, I feel the, starved
0: right now. The draft felt like yesterday and, you know, we're back. With football once again. And before you know it, it's going to be, you know, nice and chilly outside. And you're not going to have much to do but watch seven hours of commercial free football. And you NFL know, God
1: damn, I will. You know, oh, damn man. well. <laughs> Getting
0: jacked. Fantasy draft season's coming here real quick, which we. I mean, the fantasy spectacular is a must, so you'll be hearing that here in the coming weeks. Can't give Vince too much, though, since we are in a team league. No big sure. deal. Now, I do have a game for you, though, Vince, and it's not necessarily fantasy, maybe a smidge of fantasy, but a little parody here. We All started right. some games last week and some of the that was Vince fun. quiz action, which Vince did enjoy, and he actually got far more correct I than did pretty I well. would have anticipated. I did pretty well. He did. He did a wonderful job. And, you know, last week we went into running mark. backs uh, of obscure teams that what was their last thousand yard rusher. And I never thought for a fucking second that Vince would have figured out LaShawn McCoy. Shady the baby. Buffalo Bills, uh, Shady. Last thousand yard rusher, but he, he fucking killed it. So we're going to kick this episode off of Vince Quiz Talk with the NFL Power Rankings. I don't feel as confident with
1: this because I'm a player guy. So we'll see what happens here.
0: I know you are, but this is just kind of like, let's see your thought process compared to others. So we're going to go top five. Okay. And this is based off ESPN's power rankings. For this year. For the 2023-2024 season. Okay. So here we are. It's that time of year again. This is Lewis Riddick's. oh jesus christ okay so although he's known to do some weird shit he's known to do some weird shit there are some multiple writers on this now it says multiple contributors and quote good but (laughs) but it's very interesting to see where they go so if let's just start at five let's make this interesting who would you think at this point in the game is the fifth-ranked team going into the NFL season. Number five. So we're working five, and we're going all our way to one. This is hard because I, I'm trying to think of who one through four is. Um,
1: okay. Oh, man, number five. Okay, I feel like ESPN does this thing where they put, like, a team that shouldn't have been there last year, and they, they're they going to do it and put somebody there. Number five is tough. Um, oh! Number five. Maybe, maybe they did this. New York Jets.
0: Ooh. Close, but no okay. cigar. Another team, same division. Same and division, five? Tied. Tied for fourth, fifth is the Buffalo Bills. Five. Wow. Okay. Overall okay. Score, they gave them an 89.9. Damn. Okay. Bills are five. So. Yep. Now, who, this is even more difficult. So we got Bills at five. Who's number four or tied for fourth?
1: (laughs) He says more difficult.
0: (laughs) They gave him the same rating. Oh, man. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay. A large name coming off of a big injury is on this team.
1: A large name.
0: Coming off a of big injury is on this team. I think that would give it away, but yep.
1: It's got to be a year long injury. I mm-hmm. think it would give it away, but you got to remember, I'm I'm looking at 31 teams right now. You I just said you're a player out. guy. I am a player guy, but who came off a really big injury last year? that couldn't play. I couldn't play. Um, My brain's stuck on the AFC right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Big injury, big injury, big injury. But he was in the NFC. It's in the NFC. But he was in the NFC. Oh, but he's not anymore. I'm not going to tell you what conference Fudge. or division the team's in.
1: Fudge me, Mike. This is tough. Um,
0: Best guess, go. Baltimore.
1: <laughs> Boom. Really?
0: Yep. Oh, Baltimore. Let's go! Baltimore. Let's
1: go! Now the rest of
0: this list should be pretty interesting. So okay. let's see where it goes. Okay. So, correct on the tie for four. Now, what about number three? Number three.
1: So, I got three teams in mind that are all going to mix into this here. Um, Okay. So, not – I mean, number one, I already know who who I'm going to pick for number one. I'm sure that it's the same every time. It's either one of these two teams. I'm going to go
0: with Philly. Ooh. Underestimating the birds, huh? So it's know. it's Cincy. It's Cincy. Okay,
1: so it's Cincy, Philly, Kansas City.
0: Say that one more time. For Cincy,
1: three? or no? Yeah, it's Cincinnati, uh-huh. Philadelphia,
0: Kansas City. Three, two, one. <clears throat> what? Kansas City's ranked second. Philly's ranked first. Oh, whatever,
1: dude. Get out of here. No way, dude. That's clickbait. That's stupid. That is so dumb, dude.
0: They have the Philadelphia Eagles overall score rated at a ninety-four point one. So Stats to note, defensive tackle Jordan Davis was limited to only 217 defensive snaps during his rookie okay. season, but did show previous promise as a run stuffer. His 41% run stop rate. win rate is an interior rusher would have ranked seventh at the position he had qualified. Okay, so there's that. Okay. Reason for hope, the Eagles have a loaded roster, a front office that has shown adaptability to maintain and replenish through the draft, trades, and free agency. A head coach who has established a Super Bowl caliber culture. Lost their in coordinators. Just two season, and an you. exciting young franchise quarterback who's locked in long term and appears to be driven to be great. Now, the KC Chiefs got a 93.4. And the reason for concern, the reason for concern, as and this is a quote from ESPN. Sure, (laughs) tight end Travis Kelsey will be 34 years old in October since. 2018, he is second in the league in receptions, 507. Third in receiving yards, 6,444. And fourth in receiving touchdowns, 47. While Mahomes in the is NFL. One of the best. Not uh-huh. for tight
1: ends. In the NFL. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking idiots. While Mahomes is one of the
0: best QBs we have seen, life after Kelsey would be starting to keep me awake at night if I were GM Brett Veach. Ugh. The Chiefs do not have any offensive skilled position players on the roster who are ready to handle that kind of responsibility.
1: It's stupid.
0: They're going to win another Super Bowl and they're going to be like, oh, I knew it. I called it. (laughs) This was a collaboration between Dan Graziano, Louis Riddick, and a gentleman with the last name of Walter.
1: Okay. Well, they're all wrong. Kansas City should still be ranked at number one
0: until they give any reason why not to. I do not disagree for uh, a second. Now, it is also noted that uh, Jalen Hurts did come out today and say he turned down numerous options to be a part of the QB doc. Fun fact. That would have been cool. But he yeah, doesn't he want to said, be distracted. So good for him. Not the story or distraction. He said he wanted to the point. That's fine. But uh, still, it's well, Vince. Not whatever. bad. Not bad. You got. I two had the of five. teams. <laughs> yeah, two of five. Yeah. You got a D plus plus okay. in my book. I so. did worse this week, but it's all right. I'll come it's back okay. next week
1: and do better. Not bad, <laughs> kid.
0: Not bad. We gotta be back. We gotta yeah. be back. I'm back. We gotta talk about this piece of shit again. Aaron Rodgers yeah. restructured his deal. So that's yeah. Nice. He. So he actually
1: ended up taking less money than he would have made off. He had 110 left on his deal with Green Bay before he got sent to New York. He signs a new two-year, 75 million dollar guaranteed deal. Um, the full breakdown is 35 million roster bonus in four days, so he's going to get 35 mil off the bat. He's going to make 1.8 as a base, and he's going to make 38 as a base for the total. Um, no tag, no trade. So he's basically, you know, he's there for two years. He committed to it. There's also like vesting options for the next five years, I guess. So I think they're just trying to free up as much cap space as they can. But absolutely. Now he's a good guy. When did this happen?
0: Well, I just think he wanted to get out of that scenario that he was in and keep it moving to something a little bit more fun. Uh, And he wants to prove to them
1: that he was the reason, not because they're the reason.
0: Correct, which a lot of people are like, Jordan Love is the ability to win the division. I'm I'm
1: already so sick of that. Nobody knows yet. He played once last year, and he was sucked. He played another time last year, and he was pretty good. That's the only thing we know.
0: Well, a lot of people say he knows the offense, and he knows what he's doing now, and all this can't be good shit. He should. He's three years in. To the point, uh, a... GM or assistant GM for the Packers said, we will know halfway through the season. If he's the answer,
1: that's exactly the point. So there's everybody around the world is like, Hey, we really like Jordan love. And like same thing last year with Russell Wilson, they were like, Russell Wilson has completed every pass on this drive. Like he's going to be so good. And he had the worst year of his career last year. So true. Nobody knows. Everybody's in the best shape of their lives. Everybody's playing better than they ever have. Every team is going to be like, maybe they're a sneaky Super Bowl favorite. All of it's bullshit until football actually starts. And I will not concede. I will not say that Jordan Love is good until
0: I am proven that he is a good quarterback. In the words of Mike Tyson, everybody's got to play until they get punched in the mouth. Exactly. Now, in other news, uh, the Bears gave Cole Komet a shit ton of money. Shocking. Surprisingly, honestly. Shock. Um four year fifty million dollar extension to keep the yeah. hometown kid in town, which good for him. I mean, God bless you. Is he worth it? I uh, we've yet to see it. If
1: you expect last opinion. year's number again, I think or numbers again, I think that he will make himself worth it. We've only had one year of proof of that. You gotta think that his his connection with Justin Fields is better than it's ever been. You have to assume that. Um so I mean, it could it could be a worth a deal. We got a sick one 2 with him and Tanya, and they're both from the Chicagoland area. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was shocking fifty mil four years for Cole Komet. I'm like, nah. Eh, let's see what else he can do first. But I guess they didn't agree with that. They're trying to get ahead of the of the tight end, uh, of the tight end market coming at him.
0: Yeah, and, and I think having a safety blanket. You got Tanya. You got Comet coming out. Of a big year last year, which I do believe he could be poised to have a, just a bigger a year. Oh, yeah. If this offense does what it's supposed to do, the weapons around this team right now is the best group of talent it's seen in its entirety, probably. It's motion over the past. and
1: Bernard Varian, baby.
0: Well, actually, <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey and Brandon Marshall. True, and then good Martellus point. Bennett. Um, those three were a three-headed monster that didn't get too far, unfortunately. I mean, they were in a divisional playoff game, but that's as far as they ever went. Uh, Or my bad, NFC Championship game. Oh, yeah. To the fucking Packers. Uh, It's
1: the only time they can make it
0: there. It's the only time they can make it there, and a lot of decisions were made. I mean, you can't deny Matt Forte was probably one of the best of his generation as well. Sure. So this, I think... I mean, $32 million guaranteed. I mean, this kid just got paid a bag, so good for him. I mean, oh, yeah. hometown kid, you love to see it in this stage of his career. Now, if he can put up, you know, Kelsey numbers or half of Kelsey's numbers, yeah, I, was I like, think not think, we think can. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So how they utilize him will be interesting this season. I mean, some of this tape coming out of training camp, and even though I know it's so early because training camp just started this week. But, but it's porn, baby. Some of this tape coming out of this connection to DJ Moore and Justin Fields is like getting sweating. me like a little excited, not going to belt on kind of like, just get me the key right now before yeah. the season starts, before the I just get this one. thing out and start doing some interesting <laughs> yeah. things. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm with, so I'm with you. I'm excited. The defense, you know, we'll see how Tremaine Edmonds can play this season as well or as Chris a lot Walker. of these new signings. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of really good options right now. Young running back room. It's I like it. It's going to be fun to watch. And now, I guess
1: Travis Homer just goes in and he just starts squatting immediately. I guess he's just an absolute monster in the weight room. So I love to hear that.
0: I just want this culture to be something different than it has been in the past. And hopefully, hopefully, Matt Rule can get things done. Not you don't Matt want club Rule. dub? <laughs> no, also, not Matt Eberflus Matt Eberflus. Well, what yeah. the fuck? I'm still in college football. Yeah. <laughs> but if Eberflus if the Flus can let it loose, yeah. so to speak, then we'd be in good shape. Floose so man. No excuses this season. We got a ball. No. Speaking of balling, uh, Travis Kelsey used to be actually on a dating show. Yeah, catching Kelsey. Catching Kelsey.
1: He regrets it, he says.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, hey, man, this guy could probably do whatever the heck he wants. He's a modern day. Billion, uh, almost billionaire, fuck boy. Hot guy. Um, I mean, hey, he's one of the best at what he does. He can do it. Yeah. He can probably do a lot of things. So, with that being said, he shot his shot at one of the largest megastars in the country, of uh, that of Taylor Swift. Not necessarily the country, probably the planet. And Vince, you detailed this out to me. Pretty <laughs> interesting. Poor guy. He
1: yeah. <laughs> got to that. It's kind of an adorable idea. Travis Kelsey made. Taylor Swift, a friendship bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he has essentially sp- explained this whole plan. He's going to make this friendship bracelet and go to Taylor Swift's era's tour at Arrowhead stadium. Um, he said he made that bracelet with his phone number on it and hopes of give it one day, giving it to the um, aforementioned Swifty uh, Kelsey explained that he was bummed to find out that Taylor Swift doesn't meet with anyone prior to the stage in an effort to preserve her voice. Um, we talked about this kind of, but he's not her type, man. He's on her level, but he's not her type.
0: Yeah. She's into kind of like the weird artist type, so to speak, because yeah. there were allegedly, she was dating Maddie Healy from the 1975 and then Before that, she was dating some guy singing fucking show tunes. I don't know, but give the big boys a <laughs> chance, right? Big boys are where it's at. I agree. All the young ladies out there. I agree, but also Two I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. No, not a fan at all. <laughs> just not, not a fan of the music at all. Yeah. If he you know. wants to go for it, but I wouldn't even. I
1: No, thanks. <laughs> that sounds like a mess that I don't want to be part would, of. Well, I
0: mean, hey, if you're in his position. We'd be a lot more popular, though. For sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: If I started dating Taylor Swift, I'd take one for the team, for
0: sure. Or maybe association just by, I mean, yeah, just common just common goals, you know, right. Well, Hey, I hope one day he can actually give her the friendship bracelet with, with the number on it. Yeah. That's the hope
1: It's not over yet. Maybe she's going to hear about it. And she's like, Oh, I should date a, a man. We'll see if that ends up happening.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you, you can't put it past him. Maybe he's the first one, you know, maybe he's the next Carl Nassib. Maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe he
0: is. Who knows? Um, anyway moving on i have a question for you mike and i've heard this
1: argument a lot and i think it's actually pretty valid um is the franchise tag bullshit question number one where did it come from question number two and should they get rid of it question number three
0: do i think it's bullshit um no
1: why do they have it
0: though they have it to state that we're going to control you for another year because we like what you do for us. Now we're also going to pay you very handsomely because of that. So for example, Kirk cousins took full advantage of the franchise tag in Washington and then split.
1: I mean, the guy got
0: paid like $19 million a year. And then, Everybody, you know, it's different. The brackets, I think, is bullshit. So the brackets per position, I think, needs to change if you're going to change the franchise tag. I think it should just be one flat rate. That's what it is. If it's 20 million, 15 million, 12 million, whatever it's going to be, let it be the same. Now, of course, it depends on what your player grade is. Right. That should also be considered. Now, in this case, we are referring to the aforementioned. Saquon Barkley, who just did sign his franchise tender. Um, now it was a negotiated deal, which in a way is like a glorified franchise tag. Yeah. Just simply due to the fact that it's a guaranteed ten million dollars and a one point five million dollar signing bonus. So, so it's a guaranteed eleven point five. Yeah, yeah, not chump change.
1: It I and the reason I hate it now is because this is going to be used almost solely for good running backs. At least it feels like that's the case. And as we know how running backs end up going, you get franchised once you have a good year, you get franchised twice. At that point, people are pretty apprehensive to give you a long-term deal, which they never end up getting, which is the saga that's going on. And I feel like it happens once every two years now. Um, Saquon takes it. Josh Jacobs still holding out. Uh, Najee Harris made a really good point Um, in an interview. He did. He said, rbs are devalued only when it comes to actual pay and that's true i mean you you see it day in day out it's like if they need to lean on somebody they lean on their back and it's like hey we're going to make sure that you get a lot of runs in here we're going to control the field we're going to make sure you're running it but also relatively replaceable at a point (coughs) excuse me so like he he makes a good point but it's like once you're 27 it feels like you're used goods a little bit
0: Well, the running back position is not what it was when Marshall Falk was still playing. I mean, even when Priest Holmes and Landaney and Tomlinson were on top of their... Yeah. Yeah. So the the game has changed. I think a lot of it is running backs are far more valuable during the playoffs than they are during any portion of the NFL season. So this was a playoff team. They leaned heavily on Saquon during that time period, but to the point i mean miles sanders was on a super bowl team he had a career um, year but he's still not an elite running back. yeah not an elite running back and then you also look at the chiefs i mean who isaiah. did they really have oh, uh, isaiah pacheco a seventh round draft pick so
1: wide was the backup and he's a first
0: rounder <laughs> right so it's not necessarily getting you over the hump in this league anymore and i think the proof is in the pudding yeah and call him devalue call it whatever you want i just the game is changing. We discussed this last week. There's no so, way around it, essentially.
1: Because I'm no, in my head, it, I'm like, there has to be some way to concede on both sides and make an agreement somewhere. But well, since the owners are spending essentially their money, not actually their money, but their money um, for, for all intents and purposes on and these more, guys. And they know that they can tag them twice. And they know that they're going to start going downhill after that. Like, there's no reason not to do that.
0: In my eyes, you can blame, if you want to point blame towards any head coach that kind of figured it out, that you don't need an A1 guy, William. is you could go look at Bill Belichick. Yep. Look at what Belichick has done. for. I mean, for the past 10 years, they haven't had a bell cow.
1: Yeah, the last elite running back I feel like they've had was probably Corey, Corey
0: Dillon. <laughs> but he was even past his prime then, yeah, and they teamed him up bangle. with Kevin Falk. So yeah. it's different. And they always made it work, and a lot of people took that model and said, "Well, well we can just duplicate that. You just keep drafting similar guys with similar skill skill yep. sets, and go from there." I mean, look at the post Edrin James Colts that won a Super Bowl against the Bears. Yeah, right. So, with all that being said, it's a very interesting time slot, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Uh-uh. If, um if I'm these NFL running backs looking to try and change the way the game is played, you're not going to do that. You just pray you
1: get a Joe Mixon deal and then you work from there. She sure. got a four year 48.
0: I mean, two of them are guaranteed, I think so. But then again, you also look at those deals and then you look at the situations out. that are occurring. They don't necessarily work often And the value for that player is not necessarily what it was. Right. I mean, you could even argue, Okay. Kansas City Chiefs got rid of their best offensive player next to Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Are is they... that an
1: anomaly we... though? No? Because Mahomes is that fucking good, man. <laughs>
0: like we well, already know he's that. that good. Now. But then again, the guys around him are also that good. Yeah. It's a team sport, bottom line. And no one guy is going to carry you over the hump unless that guy's name is Tom Brady. But well, feels I mean, like Mahomes I, is getting there I, at some point. I digress. <laughs> right. Because we are a Tom Pod now, people. I don't know
1: about that.
0: We have never claimed that. We've never claimed that. You are at least one half of the show (laughs) is all about the Tom Brady era. You are. Yeah. I don't know what. I mean. Hey, you you can't deny the man's greatness. I respect greatness.
1: I respect greatness. Some of the shit he did annoyed the hell out of me, though. I will say both of those are true.
0: Well, hey, now he's like banging supermodels and stuff. Yeah, nice. I mean, hey, he's Irina, you know, baby. He's Irina that, was like the...
1: first love. I remember that fucking swimsuit edition. I was like, wow, I like girls. <laughs> See, big realization. So good for you. So, Tom.
0: I mean, Tom yeah. had a revelation too, Vince. I mean, you, you can't you can't sit here and say that he didn't. Valid, right? I'll give Took it to one you. One supermodel, <laughs> and then he's got another one. He he's a he reportedly turned down a shot with Kim K.
1: Yeah, I think that was fake though. It was that like the Michael it was that like the the Michael Rubin white party or whatever. They were like talking or something. I don't know about any of that shit.
0: I think we're going to have the taxi squad black and yellow party. I like that. Shout out to Wiz. Anyway, yeah, I was going to say a <laughs>
1: lot to Wiz
0: <laughs> Speaking of the Taxi Squad podcast, we do appreciate everybody taking the time out of their busy weeks to listen to us. And we hope we bring joy to your days. And we appreciate you guys for all the support that you bring us day in and day out. As you know the drill, people, please follow it. Follow it. Like it. Download it primarily. Hit that little button. Hit that, it. You know, just just hammer that button every I mean week. It means so much. Do it. Just download it, please. And then share it with a friend. And maybe yeah. that friend in your life is a good man by the name of your father or grandfather. Or maybe you made your father or grandfather. And this is something you guys could do together. Right? Say it every week. It'll always be the shtick. Yeah. If it's not the shtick, then the show isn't the show. And right, then,
1: people? And you're listening to the wrong fucking show is <laughs> you're what you're listening? doing.
0: To the wrong show, Imposter. so as yeah, exactly. So as always, we will see you next week. We got a big announcement coming out next week, and I'm pretty jacked about it. Some big things are happening personally for me for the fiddlies this year. Yeah, and we'll see you next week, people. Thank you. Peace. Peace.